Welcome to Soul of Islam Radio. Soul of Islam Radio is a leading-edge personal growth and spiritual development podcast available entirely for free throughout the world. Our goal is to support you in your path of personal transformation and spiritual evolution and to supporting an awakening within the global community. The Islamic Renaissance depends upon you and your commitment to the highest and most noble ideals of a spiritually awakened life. Thank you for joining us. This is Ihsan, and this is Season 4, Episode 6. Assalamu alaikum. This is Ihsan. I am a personal growth and spiritual development coach, creator of the Islamic Meditation and Eternal Warrior Way programs, lead activist and director in the Islamic Renaissance Project, and co-founder of Soul of Islam Radio. In this illuminating episode of Soul of Islam Radio, I have the joy of interviewing Sheikh Mustafa Muftah, who is not only one of the top reciters of the Holy Quran in the world, but also one of but a literal handful of Quranic reciters in North America qualified and with ijazah, with permission, to recite the sacred scripture in all of the revealed forms of recitation as taught and inspired by the Holy Prophet Muhammad In addition to being a master of the ten Quranic recitations, Shaykh Mustafa has been recognized as one of the top six reciters of the Holy Quran in Egypt. He is a judge of the International Quran Kareem competition and currently the president of the Islamic University of Minnesota's Chicago branch. It is through the deep knowledge and sincere study of great scholars that the sacred forms of religion are preserved, and through which flows divine blessings, light, and spiritual success. Through honoring the sacred forms of revealed religion and their spiritual essence, we as believers attain to the grace and guidance of God Most High. It is but through this balanced, whole, and complete approach that human beings awaken to the divine potential of beauty, excellence, nobility, and divine knowledge for which we were created. I sincerely hope and pray that you as beloved listeners of Soul of Islam Radio will benefit and be inspired to continue seeking knowledge and excellence in your path home to the divine presence of Allah Almighty. Bismillahirrahmanirrahim. Assalamu alaikum wa rahmatullahi ta'ala wa barakatuh. Welcome to Soul of Islam Radio. This is Ihsan. I have the great joy and pleasure of having with us today Sheikh Mustafa Muftah. He is a reciter of the Holy Quran, has spent his life in the study of the different styles of recitation of the Holy Quran. Welcome, Sheikh Mustafa. Assalamu alaikum wa rahmatullahi wa barakatuh. Welcome, my brother Ihsan, and everyone, insha'Allah subhanahu wa ta'ala. Thank you for joining us, Sheikh Mustafa. This is a great joy and a great pleasure. We're very happy to have you here with us today on Soul of Islam Radio. This is a topic that is fascinating. You have an extensive background in the study of the Qur'an, the recitation of the Holy Qur'an al-Kareem. Could you please give us a little bit of background in terms of your study of the recitation of the Holy Qur'an and what led you to this particular field of knowledge within Islam? Alhamdulillahi Rabbil Alameen. Allah subhanahu wa ta'ala blessed me with the memorization of the Holy Qur'an at the age of 14 years old in Egypt. Uh, and Alhamdulillah, I established my study in Al-Azhar when I was 14 years old. 
uh, with a program of eight years full-time school uh, of learning the 10 different citations of the Holy Quran from Al-Shatibiyya and Al-Durra and the 10 different citations of the Holy Quran from Al-Tayyibah and the four different citations from Al-Qiraat Al-Shawath which is the uncorrected citations of the Holy Quran that some scholars have to learn this subject that measure and the purpose behind it that Allah mentioned in the Holy Quran Allah subhanahu promised us that he's going to uh, save the word of Allah subhanahu wa ta'ala until the day of judgment so there is some scholars in that world and not much of them they are they have the ability to catch any kind of mistakes small or big any different citation of the Holy Quran they could catch any mistakes and they could correct the mistakes right away so Alhamdulillah Allah blessed me with that measure in Al-Azhar in Egypt and also with that measure because it's full-time studies we do have also Islamic studies Fiqh and Tafsir and Hadith and Seerah and Aqeedah and etc and also with Arabic language and after that Alhamdulillah Allah blessed me to have a second measure which is Kulliyat Al-Dirasat Al-Islamiyya Wal-Arabiyya which is focusing only in Islamic studies and Arabic science and Alhamdulillah I did my master's degree also in the major of Al-Tafsir Wa'ulum Al-Quran and Alhamdulillah I'm right now almost done with my PhD in Al-Tafsir Wa'ulum Al-Quran Bi'awni Al-Mawla Subhanahu Wa Ta'ala Wa Tawfiqi MashaAllah it's beautiful to be in the company of someone who has devoted their entire life to the study of Islam and its sciences particularly the Holy Quran Shaykh Mustafa how important is it to truly recite the Holy Quran with excellence, with perfection? How critical is that for the life of the average Muslim? What is the importance of learning how to recite the Quran and the different recitations of the Holy Quran? Alhamdulillah wa kafa wa salatan wa salaman ala nabiyyil Mustafa Sayyidina Muhammad sallallahu alayhi wa sallam my brothers and sisters in Islam, Assalamu alaikum wa rahmatullahi wa barakatuh. This is the book of Allah subhanahu wa ta'ala. And Allah subhanahu wa ta'ala promised us that whoever spend the time with the book of Allah subhanahu wa ta'ala, Allah subhanahu wa ta'ala will let him enter the heaven in the highest level, in the heaven with the messengers of Allah with the prophets of Allah in the day of judgment. Allah subhanahu wa ta'ala, the exalted mention in the Holy Quran, Allah subhanahu wa ta'ala mentioned in that verse that whoever recites the book of Allah subhanahu wa ta'ala those who are reciting the book of Allah subhanahu wa ta'ala 
and those who pray and those who are giving charity for the sake of Allah subhanahu wa ta'ala secretly and publicly they will receive the best reward from Allah subhanahu wa ta'ala and that is the best business to deal with Allah subhanahu wa ta'ala there is no one in the earth can give you a guarantee for your business that you never lose your business no one can give you that guarantee that warranty but Allah subhanahu wa ta'ala is giving us 100% of guaranteed that whoever recite the book of Allah subhanahu wa ta'ala he, he had a business with Allah subhanahu wa ta'ala he will never lose the reward from Allah subhanahu wa ta'ala قال رسول الله صلى الله عليه وسلم اقرأوا القرآن فإنه يأتي يوم القيامة شفيعا لأصحابه النبي محمد peace be upon him teaching us in the hadith that recite the book of Allah subhanahu wa ta'ala because that book will come in the day of judgment will be helper for us القرآن الكريم will come in the day of judgment will protect us from the hellfire القرآن الكريم will come in the day of judgment will take us to the heaven in sha'an mu'ala subhanahu wa ta'ala قال رسول الله صلى الله عليه وسلم الذي يقرأ القرآن وهو ماهر به مع السفرة الكرام البررة والذي يقرأ القرآن ويتتعتع فيه وهو عليه شاق له أجران النبي محمد peace and blessings upon him and his family teaching us in the hadith that whoever recite the book of Allah subhanahu wa ta'ala with perfect way with excellent way he didn't have any difficulty in his recitation Allah subhanahu wa ta'ala will let him enter the heaven in the day of judgment in the highest level in the heaven with the prophets of Allah and whoever had any difficulty in his recitation of the holy Quran still Allah subhanahu wa ta'ala will reward him to eyes قال رسول الله صلى الله عليه وسلم يقال لصاحب القرآن اقرأ وارتقي ورتل كما كنت ترتل في الدنيا فإن منزلتك عند آخر آية تقرأها My brothers and sisters النبي محمد peace and blessings upon him and his family is teaching us in the hadith that in the day of judgment they will call the people of القرآن الكريم they will call you my brother they will call you my sister those who are focusing in that book those who are trying to please Allah subhanahu wa ta'ala by reciting the book of Allah subhanahu wa ta'ala those who, are, those who are trying their best to focus in the meaning of the holy Quran learning and teaching the meaning of the holy Quran those who are focusing in that book by practicing the Quran in their lives in the day of judgment they will call them in front of the creation of Allah in front of the mankind in front of the jinn in front of all the creation of Allah and will tell him will tell her that recite the Quran as you used to recite it in this life in this dunya and whatever they had memorization of the holy Quran in their hearts will tell them this is your level in the heaven فَإِنَّ مَنْ زِلَتَكَ فِي الْجَنَّةِ 
عند آخر آية تقرأها So whoever memorizing the Holy Quran and practicing the Quran his life his level in the heaven will be in Al-Firdaus Al-A'la inshallah Mawla subhanahu wa ta'ala with the angels of Allah with the prophets of Allah so remember this hadith that whatever you have Quranic memorization in your heart this will be your level in the heaven in the day of judgment and Nabi Muhammad sallallahu alayhi wa sallam qala man qara al-Qur'ana fastadhharahu fahafidahu من قرأ القرآن فاستظهره فحفظه فأحل حلاله وحرم حرامه أدخله الله الجنة وشفعه في عشرة من أهله كلهم قد وجبت لهم النار My brothers and sisters I want you to focus with me in the meaning of the excellent hadith of النبي محمد صلى الله عليه وآله وسلم that whoever Recite Al-Quran Al-Kareem There is three different conditions Number one Whoever recite the Quran Number two And memorize it فَحَفِظَهُ Number three أَحَلَّ حَلَالَهُ وَحَرَّمَ حَرَامَهُ Which is following the order of Allah subhanahu wa ta'ala From that Quran From that book Following the halal way Away from the haram way The reward for them Allah subhanahu wa ta'ala Will let them Enter the heaven. أدخله الله الجنة. And there is extra more. وشفعه في عشرات من أهله. كلهم قري وجبت لهم النار. And Allah subhanahu wa taala will let him choose ten people from his family to take them with him or with her to the heaven. They should gone to the fire. Can you imagine, my brothers and sisters, if you encourage Someone, especially your, your children, if you encourage them to memorize the Holy Quran, they could protect you from the hellfire in the day of judgment. If you take care of someone memorizing the Quran, you take care of his stuff, for his needy, by seeking the knowledge of Allah subhanahu wa ta'ala, this man or that woman, they could protect you from the hellfire in the day of judgment. قال رسول الله صلى الله عليه وسلم يا أبا ذر لأن تغدو فتتعلم آية من كتاب الله خير لك من أن تصلي مئة ركعة يا أبا ذر لأن تغدو فتتعلم مسألة من دين الله خير لك من أن تصلي ألف ركعة My brothers and sisters Again please I want you to focus with me in that great hadith from the Nabi Muhammad sallallahu alayhi wa sallam. One day, the Nabi Muhammad sallallahu alayhi wa sallam called Abu Dhar. He told him, O oh, Abu Dhar, if you go to the masjid and learn one verse from the Holy Quran, one ayah from the Holy Quran, the reward for that, it is better for you than you pray 100 rak'ah. O Abu Dhar, if you go to the masjid and learn one chapter from the Islamic studies, the reward for that from Allah subhanahu wa ta'ala, it is better for you than you pray 1,000 rak'ah. My brothers and sisters, another narration of that hadith, that if you go to the masjid, O Abu Dhar, if you go to the masjid 
and teach one verse from the Holy Quran. The reward for that, it's better for you than you pray 100 rak'ah. O Abadar, if you go to the masjid and teach one chapter from the Islamic studies, is not your business for people to practice or not. Is not your job. Just you have to teach. The reward for that, it is better for you than you pray 1,000 rak'ah. My brothers and sisters, the reward of seeking the knowledge of the deen, it's huge from Allah subhanahu wa ta'ala. It is huge from Allah subhanahu wa ta'ala. This is the book of Allah. This is Al-Quran Al-Kareem. Can you imagine if you, if you become the famous one in the earth in your measure, in science or medical, whatever it is, you will see how much you're going to seek how much you're going to receive from this life? How many millions? Or how many billions? Whatever it is. Allah subhanahu wa ta'ala will give you the, the, the most that you cannot even imagine. Subhanahu wa ta'ala. Do not compare the karam of people by the karam of Allah subhanahu wa ta'ala. خزائنه وسعت كل شيء خزائنه ملأ بكل شيء سبحانه وتعالى My brothers and sisters imagine that the famous story that happened before النبي محمد صلى الله عليه وسلم All of us we heard about it before The majority of us we heard about that story before that a killer man of 99 people when he to repent, he, he was trying to repent back to Allah subhanahu wa ta'ala. And he asked people that he killed 99 people. I want to repent back to Allah subhanahu wa ta'ala. They showed him what? A worshiper, abid, a worshiper person. And he went to him and he told him, I killed 99 people. How can I repent back to Allah subhanahu wa ta'ala? He told him, no way. You cannot do this. You cannot repent back to Allah subhanahu wa ta'ala. You killed too much people. And what happened to him? That killer man, he killed the abid person, the, the worshiper person. So he become a killer of 100 people. And still again, he had in his heart, he wanted to repent back to Allah subhanahu wa ta'ala. He wanted to repent back to Allah subhanahu wa ta'ala. And they showed him a scholar, a alim, a scholar. And he told him, I killed 100 people. How can I repent back to Allah subhanahu wa ta'ala? He told him, of course, you could anytime going back to Allah subhanahu wa ta'ala. You could repent back to Allah subhanahu wa ta'ala. And he showed him the way that you have to leave your land and go to that land because you will see their good people, good company. Stay with them and worship Allah subhanahu wa ta'ala with them. And we know the end of the story that man he passed away and the angels of the mercy they took him they took him uh, in, the, in their side and the angels of the punishment they said about that man قط, he never did anything good can you imagine the sentence of this hadith he did not do anything good 
he did not do anything good. So how come the angels of the mercy can take them in their sights? But the angels of the mercy, they said, he is already on his way to that good land with good company. He is going to worship Allah subhanahu wa ta'ala with them over there. So he is for us. And actually Allah protected this man from the punishment of Allah. So this is the reward from Allah subhanahu wa ta'ala for the scholars. That that scholar, number one, he protected himself from becoming killed. Because that killer man, he could kill him. He could kill him. Number two, he protected a man of 100 killers from the punishment of Allah in the day of judgment. So this is the reward from Allah subhanahu wa ta'ala by seeking the knowledge of the name of Allah subhanahu wa ta'ala. My brothers and sisters, I will conclude with this, Shaymana subhanahu wa ta'ala. Al-Imam Sufyan al-Thawri, rahimahullah ta'ala, قال إذا قرأ الرجل القرآن قبل الملك بين عينيه قبل الملك بين عينيه When you open your Quran my brothers and sisters When you open your Quran and start to recite the Quran Allah subhanahu wa ta'ala will send an angel from him subhanahu wa ta'ala to kiss you between your eyes because Allah subhanahu wa ta'ala is happy from what are you doing you are reciting his book subhanahu wa ta'ala My brothers and sisters الإمام أحمد بن محمد قال رأيت الله عز وجل في المنام that mean he felt that Allah subhanahu wa ta'ala is talking to him جل جلاله في المنام in his dream so الإمام أحمد بن محمد he told him oh Allah how can I become close to you oh Allah and he told him جل جلاله بكلامي يا أحمد by my book oh أحمد and he told him oh Allah بفهم أو بغير فهم by just reciting the Quran or by reciting and focusing in the meaning of the Holy Quran by reciting the tafsir every after each ayah he told him by just reciting the Quran and by reciting the Quran and focusing in the meaning of the Holy Quran by both ways O Ahmed you will receive the reward from Allah subhanahu wa ta'ala the hadith mentioned من قرأ حرفا من كتاب الله فلو حسنه ever recite one letter from the Quran Allah would reward him تين حسنات the hadith that not mention that you have to من قرأ وفسر whoever recite and focus in the meaning or reciting the tafsir whoever just recite the Quran Allah would reward him whoever recite the Quran with the meaning Allah would reward him an extra سبحانه وتعالى اللهم اجعلنا وإياكم من أهل القرآن والله make all of us from the people of the Holy Quran, where Allah make all of us in the day of judgment, from those people, they will call them in the day of judgment, and they will recite the Quran in front of the kingdom of Allah subhanahu wa ta'ala, and Allah will tell, will tell us, O oh my servant, enter the heaven in the highest level in the heaven with the prophets of Allah, with the angels of Allah, with the good people, with the good company in the day of judgment. Allahumma ameen. Zakumullah khairan. Ameen. Allahumma ameen. The Holy Prophet ﷺ said towards the end of his life that I am leaving behind me two things. And to keep to these two things, you will be inshallah ta'ala successful. Number one, the Holy Quran. Number two, my way, my example, Shaykh Mustafa. What is the benefit, the effect 
of reciting the Holy Quran with sincerity, with humility, with love, with excellence upon the human heart. What is the benefit, what is the effect of the recitation of the Quran on the soul of the human being, on the soul of the believer? Those who are reciting the book of Allah subhanahu wa ta'ala sincerely from their hearts, of course, Allah subhanahu wa ta'ala will lead them enter the heaven in the highest level in the heaven and whoever recites the Quran with difficulty and having difficulty in his recitation but he is sincere from his heart Allah subhanahu wa ta'ala will reward him twice not only this and Allah subhanahu wa ta'ala will guide him to the best way Allah mentioned the Holy Quran those who are trying their best, those who are spending the time, those who are trying the effort, Allah subhanahu wa ta'ala will guide them. Allah subhanahu wa ta'ala will teach them the Quran. There are some people, a lot of people, their dream is to become a hafiz for the Holy Quran, for the whole Quran, and they have difficulty. If you try your best, Allah will guide you to your goal. Allah subhanahu wa ta'ala will teach you the Quran by fearing Allah subhanahu wa ta'ala as the Quran mentioned وَاتَّقُوا وَيُعَلِّمُكُمُ اللَّهِ Fear Allah and Allah will teach you. Fear Allah and Allah will teach you subhanahu wa ta'ala. Al-Quran al-Karim, brothers and sisters, it is the miracle of Allah subhanahu wa ta'ala. It is the light of Allah, nur from Allah subhanahu wa ta'ala. The nur of Allah subhanahu wa ta'ala never come for someone who is far away from Allah subhanahu wa ta'ala. You never see in your life like a person with making the mere sense to become like a half of the Quran and a good reciter of the Holy Quran and good man teaching people Islam. No way. Because this is the nur of Allah subhanahu wa ta'ala الذي لا يهدى لعاصي You can see someone holding in his hand والعياذ بالله alcohol or those bad things and he's a half of the Quran in his heart The Quran never stay in the heart of someone who is far away from Allah subhanahu wa ta'ala The Quran يتفلت The Quran very easy can go away from anyone إن صاحب القرآن كصاحب الإبل المعلقة إن عاهد عليها أمسكها وإن أطلقها ذهبت exactly like you are holding a rope of your camel if you are tight if you are holding the rope very good in your hand you will never you lose your camel but if you leave the rope from your hand you will lose your camel you will you will you will lose your right this exactly the Quran الذين آتيناه الكتاب يتلونه حق تلاوته those who are taking care of the revision, taking care of their memorization, their memorization uh, uh, following the order of Allah subhanahu wa ta'ala, Allah subhanahu wa ta'ala will keep the Qur'an strong, strong in their heart. So it's a very important message, my brothers and sisters. Shukran wa jazakallahu khairun, Shaykh Mustafa. The Holy Qur'an is an ocean, an ocean and a beautiful, vast miracle from Allah subhanahu wa ta'ala. In addition to the depth of its meaning, there is the perfection and depth 
of various forms of reciting the Holy Qur'an. There's a hadith in which the Prophet ﷺ mentions multiple forms of reciting the Qur'an. Can you give us a little bit of background in history on this topic? The different forms of recitation of the Qur'an, the importance of these different forms of recitation of the Qur'an, and learning how to recite the Qur'an properly. Oh, my brother Ihsan, you are asking me a question. Uh, not that famous question among the majority of people. Even among some scholars, they are focusing in some different measures. But it is a sensitive topic to speak about it. Because I'm sure only the scholars, those who are having that knowledge, they will be with me in the line. But inshallah, may Allah subhanahu wa ta'ala open our hearts and our mind to understand that knowledge. My brothers and sisters, all of us who heard there is a different citations of the Holy Quran. And some people, since they heard an Imam reciting different citations, different citations, they will tell him, What are you doing? What is this? Oh my God, he's reciting, he's, he's establishing a new Quran, my brothers and sisters. What is this? When did you receive the revelation from Allah subhanahu wa ta'ala last night or when? They will, make, they will start to make fun of those great scholars. My brothers and sisters, as I mentioned that I spent eight years full time in Al-Azhar learning this measure. Can you imagine eight years full time in an Azhar learning this major? And still until now, I am not perfect in that knowledge. To be able to be perfect or to be at least a good teacher of that knowledge, trust me, you need to spend your life by sitting in the masajids teaching the Quran every day and night. Trust me, you could ask any imam that those who have that knowledge, that how strong that you have your knowledge in your heart, he will tell you, if I am not teaching that knowledge every day and night, I am not going to keep it in my heart. Because this is a Quran, my brothers and sisters, this is a Quran. But anyway, that fun things that I mentioned, that oh my God, from where you got that knowledge, it is the same thing happened at the time of Nabi Muhammad sallallahu alayhi wasallam. The same arguments, it happened at the time of the companions. How come? Al-Imam ibn Hajar Qala Unzia al-Qur'an awalan Bilisani Quraysh Wa ba'da an kathura dukhulu al-Arab Fil Islam Sahala Allahu wa khaffafa ala Hadihi al-Umma An yaqra'uhu bi ghayri lisani Quraysh Ibn Hajar Radiallahu anhu arda he mentioned that the Qur'an revealed by the tongue of Quraysh. We heard about Quraysh many times before, I'm sure. It revealed by the tongue of Quraysh, which is the famous Arab at this time. And when the rest of the Arab people, they accepted Islam, the other Qabail around Quraysh, when they start to accept Islam, so Allah subhanahu wa ta'ala made the Qur'an easy in their tongues by giving another recitations, another 
you could say dialects and other accents to a Nabi Muhammad sallallahu alaihi wasallam to teach the companions in different different places, different qabail, the Quran. He teach him How can he teach the rest of the companions or the other qabail, the other cities, the other places? How can they recite and memorize the Quran? This number one. Number two. النبي محمد صلى الله عليه وآله وسلم One day he was sitting by بئر بني غفار by the will of the people of غفار and جبريل عليه السلام he came to him and he told him O Muhammad Allah subhanahu wa ta'ala is ordering for you to recite the Quran and to teach the Quran to your ummah by one way or one dialect way or one accent way and he told him oh Jibreel أسألك الله معافاته ومغفرته oh Allah I am seeking the mercy and the forgiveness of Allah وإن أمتي لا تطيق ذلك my ummah is going to be difficult for them for all of my Arab ummah to recite the Quran with one, one way or one accent way or one direct way. So Jibreel he came back again to him and he told him, O Muhammad, Allah is ordering for you to recite the Quran and to teach the Quran for your ummah by two different accents or dialects. In the first time he told him, by one way. Second time he told him, by two accents على حرفين النبي محمد صلى الله عليه وسلم said oh Jibreel أسألك الله معافاتك معافاته ومغفرتي I'm seeking the forgiveness of Allah and the mercy of Allah سبحانه وتعالى my ummah is going to be difficult for my ummah to recite the Quran with just two different accents or two different ways it's going to be difficult for them they have different tongues it's going to be difficult for them فأتاه جبريل so Jibreel عليه السلام he came to him the third time and he told him, O Muhammad, Allah subhanahu wa ta'ala is ordering for you to recite and to teach the Quran for your ummah by three different ways, three different accents, three different dialects. And he told him again, O Jibreel, as'alullaha mu'afatihi wa maghfirati. I'm seeking the forgiveness and the mercy of Allah. It is going still, it's going to be difficult for my ummah to recite the Quran with only three different ways. So he told him, Jibreel he came again to him the fourth time and he told him, O Muhammad, Allah Azza wa Jal, Jalla Jalalu, Ya'muruka an taqra ummataka al-Qur'ana ala sab'ati ahruf. Fa'ayyuma harfin qara'u alayhi faqari asabu. Allah, by the end of the way, Jibreel he came to him, he told him, O Muhammad, Allah is ordering for you to recite the Qur'an and to teach the Qur'an to your ummah by seven different dialects, seven different ways, seven different accents for your ummah, to be easy for our ummah. My brothers and sisters, you could see right now, like we are Arab countries, we are like in the Middle East, we do have a lot of Arab countries. I'm sure that sometimes we did not understand each other. Sometimes some countries, didn't understand the tongue 
and the accent of the other country and all of us we are we are, we are arab countries sometimes i do have like my friend long time ago i don't want even to mention which country it is because all of us we are muslims when he used to speak to me in arabic i used to tell him my brother i'm sorry i didn't understand you he's speaking very fast very quickly He's speaking to me Arabic. I'm from Egypt and he is from Arab country. I'm sorry, brother. I, I did not understand you. Can you please repeat that in English? So I could, I will try to understand you. Subhanallah, he's, he's talking to me in Arabic. I did not understand him. And this is true. So how come right now we, ca we can't even understand what he is talking about? So what do you think about just a changing an avowal or a changing of Uh, a letter changing of like mad or qasr those things of the quran it's possible at the time of the companions for them to recite that it was difficult for them to recite the quran with just one way at their times and one more thing number three all of us we heard about sayyidina umar ibn khattab may allah please with him sayyidina umar ibn khattab one time he heard Sayyiduna Hisham ibn Hakim Hisham ibn Hakim He was reciting Surah Al-Furqan In the prayer By different way Than Sayyidina Umar So Sayyidina Umar is reciting, reciting Surah Al-Furqan by different way And Sayyidina Hisham reciting the Quran Surah Al-Furqan by different way Sayyidina Umar he heard Hisham Reciting that Surah In the prayer And he mentioned That I just wait for him I wait for him to be able to finish his prayer then I grabbed him he said <laughs> I grabbed him from his clothes to an-nabi Muhammad and he told him oh Rasulullah this man Hisham ibn Hakim he's reciting the Quran by a different way he's reciting the Quran uh, wrong he's doing wrong in the prayer so Nabi Muhammad he told him oh Umar just leave him Hisham start to recite the Quran and by the same thing that he used he was reciting in his in his prayer so Rasulullah sallallahu alayhi wasallam he said oh Umar this is correct this is correct recitation oh Umar you start to recite then Sayyidina Umar started to recite the Quran by his way and then Rasulullah sallallahu alayhi wasallam he said oh Umar also you are correct so Hisham is correct And Sayyidina Umar is correct. Both of them are correct. They are reciting good recitation, correct recitation, in front of who? Of Rasulullah sallallahu alayhi that he teach both of them. And he said, Unzila al-Quran ala sab'ati ahruf. The Quran, it revealed to me by different ways. Seven different dialects. Seven different accents. Allahumma salli ala Sayyid Muhammad wa ala Sayyid Muhammad. This is a fascinating subject and I'm sure extremely enlightening for most of our community because it's something that we don't hear about enough. It's a field of knowledge that appears to be very specialized. Sheikh Mustafa, can you maybe give a little bit of background on the historical canonization of this field of knowledge? How this aspect of the recitation of the Quran was preserved perhaps maybe the early scholars that were involved in really preserving this field of knowledge? Some people, 
they explained the hadith of an Nabi Muhammad sallallahu alayhi wa alihi wa sallam of unzil al-Qur'an ala sabati ahruf they think that the seven different citations of the Holy Qur'an which is from Matnu al-Shatibiyya the book of al-Shatibiyya al-Imam al-Shatibi they think that this only the correct recitation from an Nabi Muhammad sallallahu alayhi wa sallam but the meaning, my brothers and sisters, of this hadith, because we do have ten different recitations of the Holy Quran from the book of Al-Shatabiyya wa Durra and also from the book of Al-Tayyibah. So, how comes it's ten different recitations? And the hadith mentioned seven different letters. The meaning of Unzia Al-Quran ala sabati ahruf it does mean that seven different dialects or accents which is uh, Sayyiduna Abu Ubaid al-Qasim ibn Salam he mentioned that هي لغات العرب الفصحى لغات قريش وهذيل وهزان واليمن وغير ذلك it is the language of the pure Arab people, the pure Arab people, like the language or the accent of Quraysh, the accent of Hudayl, the accent of Hawzan, the accent of Al-Yemen, those great Qabail at this time. But does not mean that's exactly the seven Qurra, which is starting from Imam Nafi' and going down to the end of the seven Imams of Imam Shatibi. No, this is not the meaning of the Hadith. Uh, also, some scholars mention هي سبعة أصناف من المعاني والأحكام وهي الحلال والحرام والأمر والنهي وغير ذلك. It's seven, diff- it's seven different types of the meaning of the Holy Quran. It could give you an opinion or a different opinions up to seven times. Could could be like that. Could it change the meaning of the ayah? Does not mean changing. Upside down does mean you could receive more opinions from the scholars by changing the letter of the vowel of the of the ayah or of the words. Let me just give an example. Let me just give you an example. قوله تعالى في سورة مريم in the story of Sayyidina Maryam عليه السلام فناداها من تحتها ألا تحزني or فناداها من تحتها ألا تحزني so what I did, I changed just one letter. Man or men. The scholars of tafsir, they mention both ways in their books of tafsir because it is a correct recitation. Which it does mean could be either way. Who is calling a Salim Maryam? Either way, Sayyiduna Isa, alayhi salam, Jesus, alayhi salam, her son, which is the, the new baby born, he's talking to her. It's a miracle from Allah subhanahu wa ta'ala. Or could be either way also, Sayyiduna Jibreel alayhi salam, he's talking to her. Which is the wahi from Allah subhanahu wa ta'ala, is talking to her. So, you see, it could be different types in the meaning of the Holy Quran, or different accents of the pure Arab people. This is the meaning of the hadith. My brothers and sisters and some people, they, they might ask that question also. Uh, if there is some companions, they learn the Qur'an 
from the Prophet Muhammad by the same way that you are talking about my brothers and sisters the Quran is the Quran is Quran no one in the earth can change any letter or any vowel or anything from the Holy Quran because Allah mentioned in the Quran inna nahnu nazzalna dhikra wa inna lahu lahafidun Allah revealed the Quran and he promised us he will save this book into the day of judgment. So all the Quran, all the Qiraat, all the different citations of the Holy Quran, Allah is protecting those citations from any kind of mistakes. So the companions, they learn from Sallam by many different ways reciting that Quran. Like Sayyidina Abu Bakr al-Siddiq, Sayyidina Ubay ibn Ka'b, Sayyidina Abdullah ibn Mas'ud, Sayyiduna Abu Darda, Sayyiduna Uthman ibn Affan, Sayyiduna Ali ibn Abi Talib, Sayyiduna Abu Musa al-Ash'ari, Sayyiduna Zayd ibn Thabit, and a lot of them, they, they learned the Qur'an from Nabi Muhammad sallallahu alayhi wa sallam by many different ways. And he used sallallahu to send each companion to his community to teach them by the way that he learned from him sallallahu to be easy for their tongues back in their qabail or in their cities. Sallallahu alayhi wa sallam. And actually, my brothers and sisters, the first scholar he started to establish and to save, not establishing, to save that knowledge from becoming, uh, from becoming, uh, losing that knowledge. Uh, he, he made the, the uh, books uh, writing down this knowledge like as the same thing that the people of fiqh they saved the fiqh the ahkamul fiqh ahkamul sharia the people of arabic language they saved the 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 qawad of al-lugha al-arabiya the same thing the people of al-qiraat the scholars of al-qiraat the first imam al-imam yahya ibn ya'mur he started to save that knowledge for us at the year of 90 hijri could you give us an example, Sheikh Mustafa, of the different forms of recitation of the Qur'an so we can hear these different subtleties and differences? Insha'Allah ta'ala, Jazakallah khair wa ihsan is keeping you that long time here sitting with us. Jazakallah khair, may Allah yurdu subhanahu wa ta'ala. Brother Muhammad Tajuddin, Jazakallah khair for inviting us for that great lecture. Insha'Allah ta'ala, barakallah fikum. Inshallah, I'm going to recite Surah Al-Fatiha by the ten different citations of the Quran from Al-Shatabiya and Al-Durra by the way of Jam'a, which is the scholars only of Qur'an, they know what I'm talking about most likely, but I make it easy for you, by the way of Jam'a, which is when I recite the ayah, if it is similar to a bunch of some Qur'as, I'm not going to repeat it again, I just will go straight to the second ayah or the second way of recitation. If it's similar to some of them, like this way. When I say, uh, uh, when I say like Maliki uh, Yawmiddin, who recited Maliki Yawmiddin? Some of them, some Qurra, they recited Maliki Yawmiddin. Some scholars recited Maliki Yawmiddin. Uh, when, when, when I say, uh, I don't have to repeat it again, Maliki Yawmiddin again one more time. I don't have to repeat it like, like many times. When I say, I have to move straight to the, 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 the same ayah, a different way, like Maliki Yawmiddin, different way so when I recite the ayah if it goes up to some qurra I'm not going to repeat it again I'm going to go straight to the second ayah or the second way inshallah ta'ala 
أعوذ بالله من الشيطان الرجيم بسم الله الرحمن الرحيم الحمد لله رب العالمين أعوذ بالله من الشيطان الرجيم بسم الله الرحمن الرحيم الحمد لله رب العالمين أعوذ بالله من الشيطان الرجيم بسم الله الرحمن الرحيم الحمد لله رب العالمين أعوذ بالله من الشيطان الرجيم بسم الله الرحمن الرحيم الحمد لله رب العالمين الرحمن الرحيم ملك يوم الدين مالك يوم الدين الرحمن الرحيم ملك يوم الدين إياك نعبد وإياك نستعين اهدنا الصراط المستقيم اهدنا الصراط المستقيم اهدنا الصراط المستقيم صراط الذين انعمت عليهم غير المغضوب عليهم ولا الضالين صراط الذين أنعمت عليهم غير المغضوب عليهم ولا الضالين صراط الذين أنعمت عليهم غير المغضوب عليهم ولا الضالين صراط الذين أنعمت عليهم غير المغضوب عليهم ولا الضالين صراط الذين أنعمت عليهم غير المغضوب عليهم ولا الضالين آمين So this is Surah Al-Fatiha with the ten different citations of the Holy Quran from the book of Al-Shatibiyya and Al-Durra بطريقة الجامعة which is my brother and sister this way is not allowed for anyone to recite like this way in the prayer. This way of the scholars, we learn from them to recite the Quran by this way, while we are learning the different citations from our teachers just to save the time, and it's allowed to recite it out the prayer. Out the prayer, you could recite it like this way, just to save time. Because if I'm going to recite Surah Al-Fatiha, by 20 different 10 different citations and each imam had like two narrations 
I'm going to take long, long, long time to be able to recite Al-Fatiha. So we learn from our teachers how can we recite the surah by tariqatul jam'ah, which this is the way. And also, inshallah, I'm going to I'm going to show you just one recitation. I'm going just to recite one recitation, not tariqatul jam'ah, tariqatul tariqatul ifrad, which is just one recitation. Inshallah, I'm going to choose recitations of Al-Imam Khalaf an Hamza, Rawi. خلف عن حمزة نريشن خلف عن حمزة بعون الله تعالى أعوذ بالله من الشيطان الرجيم الحمد لله رب العالمين الرحمن الرحيم ملك يوم الدين إياك نعبد وإياك نستعين اهدنا الصراط المستقيم صراط الذين أنعمت عليهم صراط الذين أنعمت عليهم غير المغضوب عليهم ولا الضالين سبح اسم ربك لعلي الذي خلق فسوي والذي قدر فهدي والذي أخرج المرعي فجعله غثاء نحوي سنقرئك فلا تنسي إلا ما شيء الله إنه يعلم الجهر وما يخفي ونيسرك لليسر فذكر إن نفعت الذكر سيذكر من يخشي ويتجنبها لشقي الذي يصل النار الكبر ثم لا يموت فيها ولا يحيي قد أفلح من تزكي وذكر اسم ربه فصلي بل تؤثرون الحياة الدنيا وال آخرة خير وهبقي إن هذا لفي الصحف لولي صحف إبراهيم وموسي هل أتيك حديث الغاشية وجوه يومئذ خاشعة عاملة ناصبة تصلي نارا حامية تسقي من عين نانية ليس لهم طعام إلا من ضريع لا يسمن ولا يغني من جوع وجوه يومئذ ناعمة لسعيها راضية في جنة عالية لا تسمع فيها لاغية فيها عين جارية 
فيها سرر مرفوعة وأكواب موضوعة ونمارق مصفوفة وزرابي مبثوثة أفلا ينظرون إلى الإبل كيف خلقت وإلى السماء كيف رفعت وإلى الجبال كيف نصبت وإلى الأرض كيف سطحت فذكر إنما أنت مذكر لست عليهم بمسيطر إلا من تولي وكفر فيعذبه الله العذاب الأكبر إن إلينا إيابهم ثم إن علينا حسابهم صدق الله العظيم سبحان الله It's incredible and beautiful and the power of the Holy Quran to affect the heart is unparalleled. And just listening to you in these various forms of recitation almost takes one back in time to the time of the Prophet ﷺ to feel the presence of that period. And it's a deep connection that is established in the heart between now and then. MashaAllah, Wallahu Akbar. There's also one last thing I'd like to ask you about Shaykh Mustafa, which is the incorrect recitation of the Qur'an. If you can maybe briefly just touch on that, and inshallah ta'ala will be of benefit to our listeners. Ameen, ameen. Zakallah khayy, my brother Ahsan. Barakallahu feek. Sorry for keeping you in that long time here. Inshallah, zakallah khayy, barakallahu feek. Actually, my brothers and sisters, as I mentioned, that there is al-qira'atul ashr al-mutawatira, that in different citations of the Holy Quran, Mutawatira, which is we learned from a Nabi Muhammad sallallahu alayhi wa sallam straight from him. Until now, it is the same recitation of a Nabi Muhammad sallallahu alayhi wa sallam, nothing different at all. A Nabi Muhammad sallallahu alayhi wa sallam, he learned al-Qur'at from Nabi Allah Jibreel عن اللوح المحفوظ the secret tablet عن رب العزة جل جلاله from Allah جل جلاله سبحانه وتعالى النبي محمد صلى الله عليه وسلم he teach the Quran to the companions <coughs> from the companions to the tabi'een to the tabi'i tabi'een to our shiuchs and teachers until we received the Quran exactly from them so Al-Quran mutawatir no one can change anything from the Holy Quran at all. Brother Ahsan is asking me about Al-Qira'atul Shadha, which is, we are calling that the incorrect recitations. Let me give you an example. وَلِلَّهِ عَلَى النَّاسِ حِجُّ الْبَيْتِ مَنْ اسْتَطَاعَ إِلَيْهِ سَبِيلًا وَمَنْ كَفَرَ فَإِنَّ اللَّهَ غَنِيٌّ عَنِ الْعَالَمِينَ This is the correct recitation but the incorrect recitation which is وَلِلَّهِ عَلَى النَّاسِ حِجُّ الْبَيْتِ مَنْ اسْتَطَاعَ إِلَيْهِ سَبِيلًا فِي مَوَاسِمِ الْحَجِّ 
So, subhanallah, how it comes, there is three extra words added to the Qur'an. As you know, there is no any word and extra added to the Holy Qur'an. Al-Qur'an, it is the same. But how come there is three different words added to the Qur'an, which is, في مواسم الحج. Okay. At the time of the companions, some of them, رضي الله عنهم أجمعين, they used to write the Qur'an down exactly from النبي محمد صلى الله عليه وسلم. For a reason, to memorize the ayah or the verse and to practice the ayah in their lives. So they used to write it down behind him صلى الله عليه وسلم exactly like what he mentioned, exactly like what he said. So they wrote it down وَإِلَّهِ عَلَى النَّاسِ حِجُّ الْبَيْتِ مَنِ اسْتَطَاعَ إِلَيْهِ سَبِيلًا وَمَنْ كَفَرَ فَإِنَّ اللَّهَ غَنِيٌّ عَنِ الْعَالَمِينَ And they memorized exactly like, like this and they are practicing this ayah exactly the same. But some of the companions, like the old people, like our situation, like right now in our life, some old people, they can't memorize the Qur'an. Some of the companions, they have difficulty to memorize the Qur'an. They only... They want to practice the Qur'an in their lives only. They don't have the ability or the memory to memorize the Qur'an. Just the Qur'an revealed to us for a reason. To recite it is okay and to practice the Qur'an. So they wrote the Qur'an behind him, sallallahu alayhi wa sallam, with the meaning of the Holy Qur'an. They add the meaning. So the ayah mentioned, وَمَنْ كَفَرَ فَإِنَّ اللَّهَ غَنِيٌّ عَنْ عَالَمِينَ So, the ayat mentioned that we should make a pilgrimage, hajj, if we have the ability to make the hajj or the pilgrimage. And whoever ignore that pillar of Islam, that great pillar of Islam, Allah is rich. Allah did not want him, subhanahu wa ta'ala. He is automatically out from Islam because he ignored a pillar from Islam. So the companions, they wrote down في مواسم الحج at the time of hajj. So that means we cannot make hajj in a time. We have to make hajj at the time of hajj. So they add وَإِلَّهِ عَلَى النَّاسِ حِجُّ الْبَيْتِ مَنِ اسْتَطَاعَ إِلَيْهِ سَبِيلًا في مواسم الحج at the time of hajj. Hajj is not open 24-7. There's a certain days of hajj. You can make hajj only on those days. So they wrote down those three different words for them to remember or to understand that Hajj is only in the time of Hajj, في مواسم الحج. And it was already saved in their books at their times. So also the companions, Sayyidina Uthman Affan, Sayyidina Bakr al-Siddiq, the great companions, they saved all the written of the companions in their houses. They saved that and is already written in their books, but it is not correct recitation, it's uncorrect recitation. The scholars we do have scholars right now. They are learning that knowledge from the time of the companions until the day of judgment. Subhanahu wa Taala. We do have scholars. They are learning that measure. They are saving that text. They are saving that knowledge to be able to catch anyone read the Quran or say the Quran like that way. They will tell him, "Come, what are you doing? This is uncorrected citation. So this is al-qira'atu al-shadha al-arba'.
MashaAllah wa subhanAllah, it's fascinating the history and the breadth of knowledge of Islam, of the Holy Quran. Jazakallah khairun, Shaykh Mustafa, thank you for joining us. May Allah Azza wa Jal bless you and grant you, grant you more success and barakah in all of your travels and in sharing and disseminating and inspiring the Ummah to study the Holy Quran and its perfection and its beauty and its excellence. May Allah subhanahu wa ta'ala always support you and grant you barakah in your mm -hmm. household, your family, and your work, inshallah ta'ala, da'wah. For inviting me, and this is an honor for me and for anyone to be Khadim Quran Karim, to be servants of Allah subhanahu wa ta'ala, to be Khadim for the book of Allah subhanahu wa ta'ala, to be serving the book of Allah subhanahu wa ta'ala. May Allah subhanahu wa ta'ala make all of us among the people of Al Quran Karim. May Allah subhanahu wa ta'ala teach us the book of Allah subhanahu wa ta'ala. May Allah subhanahu wa ta'ala make it easy for those who are trying to memorize the book of Allah subhanahu wa ta'ala and teach the book of Allah subhanahu wa ta'ala. May Allah subhanahu wa ta'ala make the Qur'an our life. May Allah subhanahu wa ta'ala make us practice the Qur'an in this life. And may Allah subhanahu wa ta'ala make our the best day that when we meet Allah subhanahu wa ta'ala in the day of judgment. May Allah subhanahu wa ta'ala make us happy with us subhanahu wa ta'ala and teach us the deen of Allah subhanahu wa ta'ala and make us spread the word of Allah subhanahu wa ta'ala for everyone. Shaman subhanahu wa ta'ala. Zakumullah khayran, brother Ihsan. Allahumma ameen. And I just want to ask you for one final request. It looks like you're almost reading my heart, Sheikh Mustafa, which is perhaps to conclude and to seal this session with a dua, really asking Allah Azza wa Jal to grant this ummah the love of the Holy Quran and the knowledge of the Holy Quran and the ability to learn it in its perfection and its original forms of recitation in the Arabic, inshallah ta'ala. يا ربنا لك الحمد كما ينبغي لجلال وجهك وعظيم سلطانك اللهم صل على سيدنا محمد في الأولين وصل على سيدنا محمد في الآخرين وصل على سيدنا محمد في الملأ الأعلى إلى يوم الدين وصل على سيدنا محمد في كل وقت وحين اللهم ارحمنا بالقرآن اللهم ارحمنا بالقرآن واجعله لنا إماما ونورا وهدى ورحمة اللهم ذكرنا منه ما نسينا وعلمنا منه ما جهلنا وارزقنا تلاوته آناء الليل وأطراف النهار واجعله لنا حجة يا رب العالمين اللهم اجعل القرآن العظيم ربيع قلوبنا اللهم اجعل القرآن العظيم ربيع قلوبنا ونور صدورنا ونور صدورنا وجلاء همومنا وغمومنا وأحزاننا اللهم اجعلنا ممن يقرأه فيرقى ولا تجعلنا ممن يقرأه فيذل ويشقى اللهم اجعلنا من أهل القرآن اللهم اجعلنا من أهل القرآن الذين هم أهل الله وخاصته اللهم اجعلنا ممن يقال لهم يوم القيامة قرأ وارتق ورتل اقرأ وارتق ورتل كما كنت ترتل في الدنيا 
فإن منزلتك عند آخر آية تقرأها اللهم اجعلنا ممن يقرؤون ويحفظون ويتدبرون ويعملون بالقرآن اللهم اجعلنا ممن يحفظ القرآن الكريم حفظا متقنا ويتدبرون معاني ويعملون بما فيه اللهم علمنا اللهم علمنا نسألك يا ربنا علما نافعا ورزقا طيبا وعملا متقبلا وشفاء من كل داء يا رب العالمين اللهم انصر الإسلام وأعز المسلمين اللهم عجل بالنصر يا رحمن اللهم حكمنا يا ربنا بشريعة القرآن اللهم حكمنا يا ربنا بشريعة القرآن اللهم ردنا يا ربنا إلى دينك مردا جميلا يا رب العالمين اللهم لا ترع لنا ذنبا إلا غفرته ولا هما إلا فرجته ولا دينا إلا سددته ولا مريضا إلا شفيته ولا ميتا لنا إلا رحمته ولا تائبا إلا قبلته ولا عاصيا إلا هديته ولا مجاهدا في سبيلك إلا نصرته ولا أسيرا يا ربنا إلا فككت أسرا ولا حاجة من حوائد الدنيا والآخرة إلا قضيتها إلا قضيتها ويسرتها يا أرحم الراحمين وصل اللهم وسلم وبارك على سيدنا محمد وعلى آله وصحبه أجمعين Again, thank you so much, Sheikh Mustafa. Jazakallah khairun. May Allah subhanahu wa ta'ala bless you. Thank you for joining us in this episode of Soul of Islam Radio with Sheikh Mustafa Muftah. You can learn more about Sheikh Mustafa and the depth of Quranic recitation via his website, mustafamuftah.com. A link will be provided in the show notes. It is our goal to educate and to inspire and to help you continually develop your path and practice within the noble way of Al-Islam, continually and progressively awakening in the pursuit of greater awareness and thus success in the Divine Presence of Allah Almighty Subhanahu Wa Ta'ala. Here's what you can do next. Visit us at www.soulofislamradio.com where you can get access to exclusive resources to help you deepen your knowledge and understanding of Islam. At soulofislamradio.com you can learn how to develop a real and relevant spiritual experience in your personal path and journey to Allah Almighty. Also, if you have not yet done so, please subscribe to this podcast via iTunes and leave us a review. This will help others find Soul of Islam Radio. And the few minutes that you take to leave positive feedback could make a significant difference in someone else's life. Lastly, please share this resource with family and friends. You just might save someone's life. And there's nothing greater than to be the means through which a human being begins to discover the divine presence of God. Again, thank you for joining us. 
and for committing to your own personal growth and spiritual awakening. Together we can change our world, serve our Lord and Creator, and attain to His divine pleasure. This is Ihsan, wishing you joy, success, happiness, and prosperity in both this life and the next. To your divine, eternal, and absolute success. Oh.